Day morning, February 24th, 2023. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. O'Shane Jackson Jr. has a birthday today. Ice Cube's son. He played his dad in the NWA movie Straight Outta Compton. He's 32. Billy Zane from Titanic. Happy birthday and good luck. A real man makes his own luck. Billy Zane, Titanic. He is 57 years old today. Dom Chianese. He played Uncle Junior on The Sopranos. Boy, Anthony must have really gotten under your collar. Admit it. You're looking at the crackers Coyone for putting you in here. He is 92 years old today. One of the founders of Apple, Steve Jobs, would have turned 66 today. We can only imagine what he would have been working on if he were still alive. President Andrew Johnson impeached on this date, 1868. The House was upset that he tried to fire his Secretary of War... He was acquitted in the Senate. Buckingham Palace announced that Prince Charles and Lady Diana Spencer were engaged to be married. That was 42 years ago. Ten years ago tonight, a big night for Ben Affleck. First Lady Michelle Obama with the great news. And the Oscar goes to Argo. Ago, Lady Gaga's dog walker was shot. Her two French bulldogs stolen in Hollywood in the armed robbery. Ready and get ready for some cold moving in through the South Coast for the weekend. It's it's going to be chilly, and Nick's got the full forecast coming up in minutes. Time. Time to spill the tea on today's celeb gossip and Hollywood buzz. Here's Maddie's entertainment update on the Michael and Maddie Show. On the Michael and Maddie Show. R. Kelly has just been sentenced in Chicago to 20 years for his federal crimes case. The disgraced singer was in federal court in Illinois yesterday. 19 of the years will be served concurrent with the sentence he's carrying out now, while the final year will be consecutive. Prosecutors recommended a 25-year sentence and asked that it be served on top of the time he's already serving behind bars. Kelly was accused of abusing four people, three being minors in this case. He was found guilty on six of 13 charges. U.S. Attorney John Lausch at the time said his sentencing could range anywhere from 10 to 90 years. But Kelly seemed to catch a small break earlier this year, even if it won't make a big effect on his time in prison. R. Kelly is currently serving a 30-year sentence for federal racketeering from a conviction in New York. His attorney Oh, Jennifer- so he wasn't even serving time for this other stuff at all. Not huh? yet. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. So uh, his attorney said, we feel good. Okay. Sentence was mostly concurrent. One additional year added. Almost no restitution. Good outcome, she says. But we are still going to fight the New York case. Interesting. He's a pig. He really is. And it's so interesting that this is in the headlines this morning because for whatever reason, at uh, my gym last night, he got brought up because my coach always puts like a playlist on or whatever and who pops up R. Kelly and we were all like oh canceled canceled (laughs) well somebody was a dummy and thought that uh somebody else saying I believe I can fly come on (laughs) and I was like I was like of course it's R. Kelly like are you kidding and the dude got it wrong so we had to do 50 Uh push-ups I I was so messed up by it. I was so mad at this person. Um, I'm trying to remember. Who sings It's a Wonderful World? Louis Armstrong. Armstrong. They thought it was Louis Armstrong. What? Yeah. Stop it. And I was, like, I was like, we're doing push-ups because of your stupidity. I hope you, <laughs> I hope you know that. <laughs> 
Would yeah. you say that's his be- biggest song? I, yeah. What about Ignition? Or Ignition, though? yeah. Well, I guess it depends on the audience. Does Burning Up is Hot in New Bedford, but it just that, depends where you not, are. It doesn't even touch those two, no, though. No, it doesn't. Just, but where you are, it depends. I, on, I think it depends on your age, honestly. That too, yeah. <laughs> honestly. But either way, we can't listen to it anymore. Sorry. Selena Gomez isn't here for all the internet jabs being thrown by her fans and Kylie Jenner's. So yesterday, we were talking about how she is the number one followed person on Instagram in the world. And now today, or last night rather, she said, I'm, I'm going to take a break real quick. But it's a, it's a case, it's a classic case of the mean girls is what's, is what's happening. So she hopped on TikTok Live yesterday to let her fans know that she is okay after rumors of a feud with Kylie Jenner exploded on Wednesday. Frankly... Her fans are certain that Kylie and Haley Bieber were trying to shade Selena somehow, despite the fact that Selena says that is not the case. Well, I'd have to care if there was. I'm very happy. I'm so blessed. I have the best friends, the best fans in the whole world, and I just couldn't be happier. Um, I'm good. I love who I am. I don't care. I'm big. I'm not. I, would, I don't. I don't care. I love who I am. And yeah, I'm gonna be taking a second from social media because it's this is a little silly. And I'm 30. I'm too old for this. So, but I love you guys so much. <laughs> and I will see you guys um, sooner than later. I just I'm gonna just take a break from everything. I mean, I love it. Like stupid petty behavior and she's like yeah i don't have to put up with this bye yeah you know and in case you missed it this drama is so silly and it's just like okay all of the drama started after selena posted a video talking about how she accidentally laminated her eyebrows too much it's this news trend with eyebrows i will i will share it with it you gentlemen terrible. i will share it with you gentlemen at a later date it's going to take too long to talk about what that means um, but then a few hours later, I guess Kylie posted a screenshot of herself and Haley Bieber focused in on their eyebrows and saying like, oh, this was an accident. Like, So people were like exploding, saying like, how dare you make fun of Selena, blah, 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 blah. And they were like, we weren't making fun of Selena. It's just high school stupid drama. And I'm proud of Selena for being like, yeah, I'm 30 years old. I'm not going to play this game so bye you, do you think that they were making fun of her i don't know i i really don't follow it much I, they were probably making fun of her honestly but kylie came out and said this is a stretch like that's not what we were doing blah blah blah. i don't know i don't know they, they might have been making fun of her who knows they might have not been either way aren't we a little old for this yeah. <laughs> aren't we a little old to be you know social media beefs here I think they're all in their, well, maybe not all in their late 20s, but uh, kudos to Selena. I mean, that just goes to show why people love her so much. Mm-hmm. You know, like, she's like, I don't have to put up with this, and I'm not going to. So, so. She, she's, she's just unplugging from it. Yeah, just, you know, stepping away yeah. for a little bit until there's a new new drama that people are distracted by, and then she'll probably hop back on and still be the number one followed person. So, I love Selena. But for, for that, now, for she that has reason. to lose us to love herself. I guess so. That's how it works. Drake is pondering some sort of an exit. He made the revelation in a teaser clip for an extended interview with Lil Yachty as part of a promo video for Yachty's Future Mood Company. I think I'm at the point now where I just want to like, I feel like I'm kind of introducing the concept in my mind of a 
of a graceful exit. Despite speculation, there is zero confirmation on whether the statement refers to him leaving the music industry. There's also no indication of whether the quote is being used as a marketing stunt to bring further attention to Lil Yachty's sunglasses that he's trying to promote. So people don't know if this is a promo scheme, if he's talking about exiting music. I don't see him exiting music. Yeah, me neither. Like, it makes no sense. If I were to see Drake do anything, I could see him taking on more of like a DJ Khaled role where you just like produce a lot. But there's no way he's leaving music. Yeah, I mean, he's like, he has a license to print money. I mean, yeah. honestly, like he just, he's on top of his game, like yeah. absolute top of the mountain. Right, right. Yeah, like why would you, yeah. But then maybe he'll pull a Selena and be like, I'm out. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care that I'm on top. The full interview drops today, and hopefully all those questions are going to be answered. More entertainment news on the fun 107 app. Nudis is- Look at the movies. Now, it's Kevin Carr's movie review on the Michael and Maddie Show. Good morning, Michael. The first movie I want to talk about is one that everybody's talking about, and that is Cocaine Bear. Millions of dollars worth of cocaine fell from the sky this morning in Knoxville, Tennessee. The bear, it did cocaine. A bear did cocaine. This is directed by Elizabeth Banks, who did movies like Pitch Perfect. She did the most recent Charlie's Angels movie. And she's actually got a chance to do something that sort of falls between comedy and horror. It's based on a true story, a real story about a drug drop from an airplane that a bear found and ate and ended up dying. It's a much more mundane story in real life, but they've embellished it to this bear going on this coke-fueled rampage through the Georgia wilderness. And I got to say, as silly and stupid as the premise is, it works for that exploitation-type movie. There were a bunch of movies made like this in the 70s and 80s, stuff like Day of the Animals or Grizzly or The Prophecy. And these films evoked a certain feel to them. There was a corniness and a cheesiness to them, but they never were in on the joke. They took themselves seriously, and kind of that's what Elizabeth Banks does with this, as silly and stupid as it is, and as much fun as they have with some of the visual elements of this cocaine-fueled bear, uh, when they get to the, 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 the stalking and attack moments, there's legitimate horror film stuff going on. It plays almost like a slasher movie, and and it works. I mean, it's it's silly and it's stupid, but it's a movie about a bear that does cocaine. Of course, it's going to be silly and stupid. I, I had a blast. I really enjoyed this one. It, it, it's R-rated and gory and violent, and it's not for the kids. But, you know, and hey, it, it might just be what we need right now. So, Cocaine Bear, does it rock or not? I'm going to say that it rocks. And we've got another one out there this weekend, Kevin. The next movie I want to talk about is Jesus Revolution. All right, Pastor, let's begin. I was almost done with this, but then you did what nobody else would even dare this thing that we found, I feel like I belong. You're going to need a bigger church. Our country is a dark and divided place, but now there's hope and it's spreading. This is your home and I want you to tell all your friends about it. This is another true story. It, it's not about a bear that takes cocaine, but it is about a conservative pastor from the late 60s and into the 1970s who 
gets connected with this group of hippies that make themselves into a, a Christian church. And and uh, although they don't go as heavily into the details of this, they kind of reject the free love and the drugs of the hippies, and they have somewhat traditional Christian values, but they're a bunch of hippies, you know, sitting around singing songs, walking barefoot, growing long hair. And it was a real movement. And you've heard the term Jesus freaks. That's actually kind of the movement that this started. And like a lot of these religious or faith-based movies, they do preach to the choir quite literally. I don't know how many people are going to go see this outside of the faithful. The, my biggest beef with this is while the film is very effectively put together, which you can't always say for some of these faith-based movies, they can be kind of rocky in terms of filmmaking elements. I mean, this is a coherent, well-made movie. The problem is there's a darker side to the true story of this, like like some of the people that were involved in this, that they kind of gloss over and ignore and kind of sweep under the rug. So like a lot of biopics or true stories that are involved with the people, either the family or the fans of the people doing it, it, it does give this weirdly sanitized view of everything. So th that I, I have a lot of knocks against it because of that. Jesus Revolution. What do you think? Rock or not? Well, it's for those reasons I mentioned before that I'm going to have to say it kind of sucks. All right, Kevin Carr, listen, have a great weekend and stay warm. All right, have a good weekend. Give them wings. Lifting your child up is as easy. Like 80 million followers, something Push, like 80 that. 80 million yeah. followers. And then she was like, I'm going to take a break. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I feel like a lot of people are searching for Girl Scout cookies lately. I'm seeing it all over my social media feed. I see that too, absolutely. Like, hey, where can I find Girl Scout cookies? Where are you guys selling Girl Scout cookies? And are there not like, as many Girl Scouts out there anymore, or what? Or it's just like that season, maybe. I I, I don't really I I don't have a Girl Scout in my life, so I don't really know. But I do know very much so about their cookies and how they are like gold. So what do you like to eat? Oh man, let, let me let me look at their menu real quick because the Samoas, it is, the caramel ones, it is vast and delicious. Uh, there's, I mean, any of them with peanut butter, I'm I'm all about. Um, oh come on, where's thin mint here? Well, while you're okay, looking, at it, I'm going to do a quick PSA. If anybody out there is selling gluten free ones, because that. <laughs> Every year I ask, and nobody around here has Toffee, oh, but they do have gluten-free, oh, yeah. toffee-tastic. They do, Rich, but like, buttery no one... cookies with sweet, crunchy toffee bits. That mm. sounds amazing. Uh, let's see. The Thin Mints. Classic. Oh, peanut butter patties tagalongs. Oh, if you have the peanut butter patties in your possession, hook a girl up. I will buy all of those boxes. What are the gluten-free ones? Toffee-tastic. Oh, yeah, I like that. If you can find it. <laughs> If you can find Girl Scout cookies in general. Caramel chocolate chip gluten-free cookie. Chewy oh, cookies yeah. Rich caramel, semi-sweet chocolate chips, and a hint of sea salt. So I, wa I wonder if there's a shortage of Girl Scouts, which is making a shortage of Girl Scout cookie availability. Are I they mean, just maybe, maybe not as many Girl Scouts as there used to be? I, I don't believe that for a second. No? I don't. But maybe. I Again, I don't have Girl Scouts in my life. But I do want the cookies. So... <laughs> I just, I need to know where to find these cookies. The public needs to know where to find these cookies. Well, up on the Fun 107 Facebook page, we just put up, hey, Girl Scouts, where are you going to be selling your cookies this weekend? Drop your location. We need to know. Drop the coordinates. Where yeah. you at? Where so, you at? Mary Louise says Lolly's Cafe. Okay. Ooh. We'll have some. Um, and then 
Bethany Tom's Market in Tiverton. Sunday. Okay. Sunday, 9 to noon. I need more locations. I need more. How far away are you from Tom's Market? Uh, about 30 minutes. Hey. Not, not too bad. It's worth a drive. It's worth a drive. Fun 107, good morning. Good morning. I just wanted to let you guys know in regards to your Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. yeah. They're usually out on um, Walmart in Dartmouth every weekend. Okay. Oh, okay. in Dartmouth. Yeah, I've seen them there on the weekend. That's a gold I'm, I'm going to need a time frame. I'm yes, going to need I'm going to need the time frame, the inventory. Not sure you'll get what you want, but they're definitely there. <laughs> All right, cool. You can pair it with your uh, your Starbucks cuz the Starbucks Perf- is right there. Oh my god. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you for the call. Good luck with the uh, the sales this weekend. So, listen, if you are a Girl Scout, go on our Facebook page. Let us know where you're going to be, and we'll give you a little love on fun107.com. It is 6.57 now, 90-second news update with Phil. A New Bedford man faces a decade in prison for dealing drugs. The U.S. Attorney's Office says 44-year-old Ramon Serrano was already on probation for heroin trafficking in 2019 when parole officers visited his apartment and found fentanyl, heroin, and cocaine. They also found $27,000 in cash and related materials. Serrano pleaded guilty in September. A Fall River woman is charged in connection with a deadly stabbing in 2020. 30-year-old Jessica Brophy is accused of helping Nathan Silva cover up the killing of 26-year-old Jorge Vieira. Prosecutors say she disposed of the weapon that was used in the stabbing, hid bloody clothes, and helped Silva evade capture. Silva pleaded guilty last month to voluntary manslaughter and was sentenced to serve 13 to 16 years in prison. Brophy is due back in court next month. The White House says President Biden has no plans to visit the site of a toxic train derailment disaster in Ohio. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre was asked multiple times by reporters if Biden will make the trip to East Palestine anytime soon. She said she had nothing to share on a presidential visit, noting EPA Administrator Michael Regan and Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg visited the area this week. The president, who just returned from a trip to Ukraine and Poland, has faced criticism for not meeting with community members and local officials in East Palestine. Hogwarts Legacy is bringing in big sales. The new game, based on the Harry Potter franchise, has earned $850 million in global sales and sold over 12 million units in its first two weeks. The game has also smashed Twitch records for single-player game streaming, with over 1 million peak concurrent viewers at launch. In sports, the Boston Bruins beat the Seattle Kraken 6-5. Next game tomorrow with Vancouver. The Celtics beat the Indiana Pacers 142-138, and they play the Philadelphia 76ers tomorrow night. The Red Sox have a spring training game tomorrow afternoon against the Atlanta Braves. And by the way, tickets for Sox games in June and July are now on sale at RedSox.com slash tickets starting at $20. A check on traffic and your weekend weather next from the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom. I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. So when I talk about how Christian and Sarah Farland are just revolutionizing the real estate game here on the South Coast, this is what I'm talking about. So Seaport Realty is announcing an affiliation now with Kate Lanigan and Agent Rising. So what's going to happen is with this collaboration, Seaport Realty will now offer real estate licensing courses 
training courses for continuing education, broker 40-hour course, specialty certifications, and more. These courses are open to everybody, not just Seaport Realty agents. And if you become a Seaport agent after the course, it will be at no cost to you. So if you do choose to sign on with Seaport Realty after successfully completing that licensing course and you become a real estate agent, they will refund you your course fees. It's like starting your real estate career for free on, on Christian and Sarah Farland's dime. So you, you got to register through the Seaport Realty website, pass the test, and then sign up with Seaport to get that refund. But get all the details. You know, a little sit down with, with uh, Christian Farland and Sarah Farland might be in order. But again, this is what I mean. They're shaking up the industry. They don't care. They're just trying to train people out there to be the best real estate agents possible. And if you are a real estate agent for Seaport Realty, even better. Want to find out more about this great company? Go to seaportrealtyinc.com. Great. Fun. 107, Michael and Maddie. We get a nice morning out there in the South Coast. Lots of sunshine. A very cold weekend, though, is heading our way here uh, for the weekend. And, and today, a special day in Mattapoisett. It's not every day that Mattapoisett sees a brand new market open up. It opened up uh, less than a couple of hours ago for the very first time. So welcome to Poi Market, P-O-I, Poi Market. And I believe we've got the manager on the line here. What's happening over there right now? Eli, the owner chef, is preparing stuff. My name is Mark. I'm the manager. We open today at 6. Our normal hours are 6 to 6. Where exactly is it? Is it inside Walrus and Captain? If you're looking at the front of the building, we're to the left of the Walrus and Captain on the very left side of the building. So it's a separate business? It is a separate entity, yes. How would you uh, describe the market? Uh, High-end grocery market. We have fresh produce, local procured meat, uh, all kinds of snacks and candies. We're serving coffee, Danish I'm on board for snacks. Which is in the morning. Oh, yeah, we got plenty of snacks. (laughs) And old school snacks. Eli, the owner, is a professional sushi chef, so we're going to have sushi and lunch sandwiches starting at 11 till close. And so how long has this been under, you know, construction and preparation? Because, I mean, this came out of nowhere for me. Yeah, we've been working on the place for about a year now. So if you walk into the rope walk, it's it's all the way in the left-hand side where Boutique used to be? Yes, that's correct. You can walk in the front and take a left, or we actually have our own entrance on the side in the parking lot. Well, uh, hey, listen, best of luck with it. We appreciate that. You guys have breakfast sandwiches, right, and then some coffee from Uncle John's, and and then lunch. Uncle John's coffee and Danish, yeah. And then lunch as well. And lunch as well. And then every little product you can imagine for your Asian, Italian, and American cooking style. All right. Awesome, man. Listen, good luck with it, and uh, I'll be in. All right, appreciate it. Take care, man. Poi Market in Manapoise is opening today for the first time. And a 90-second news update now, Phil Devitt. A decade in prison for a New Bedford drug dealer. 44-year-old Ramon Serrano pleaded guilty in September after parole officers visiting his apartment found fentanyl, heroin, cocaine, $27,000 in cash, and related materials. Serrano was already on probation for heroin trafficking, which is why the officers paid him a visit. Charges escalate for a Fall River woman tied to a deadly stabbing three years ago. 30-year-old Jessica Brophy is accused of helping Nathan Silva cover up the killing of 26-year-old Jorge Vieira by throwing away the weapon 
hiding bloody clothes and protecting Vieira from capture. Silva will spend 13 to 16 years in prison after pleading guilty last month to voluntary manslaughter. Brophy is due back in court next month. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky is marking the one-year anniversary of Russia's invasion of his country. In a tweet this morning, Zelensky said it was a year of pain, sorrow, faith and unity. The post included a video showing damage in Ukraine, along with crowds from around the world showing support. Zelensky added, we know that 2023 will be the year of our victory. Earlier today, China called for peace talks and a ceasefire between Ukraine and Russia. And the CDC says the flu shot did its job providing substantial protection this season. New data shows it reduced the risk of hospitalization from the flu by almost 75 percent among children and about half in adults. Results also showed vaccinated adults were half as likely to get sick at all from the flu or visit the ER. A CDC official added that adults 65 and older or those who are immunocompromised especially should consider the flu vaccine since it provides important protection. In sports, the Boston Bruins beat the Seattle Kraken last night. Next game tomorrow with the Vancouver Canucks. The Celtics beat the Indiana Pacers. Now it's on to a game with the Philadelphia 76ers tomorrow night. And the Red Sox in spring training tomorrow afternoon against the Atlanta Braves. Your traffic and weather are next. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. Dig into your favorites at Brax Grill and... It's Michael and Maddie Friday morning. And yesterday we were talking about joking, really, about doing shots of olive oil. Because that's like the rage right now. Olive oil and the healthiness of it. And Starbucks is putting it in their coffee now. And yeah. I'm like, let's I was, just get right to it and start doing shots of <laughs> olive oil. But people actually do that, you found out yesterday. So, to back up a bit, the Starbucks trend right now is this thing called Oleato. And it's going to be a line of coffee beverages that add a spoonful of extra virgin olive oil. And it's like, what? Yeah, like I thought that was insane, but um, I guess it's really not that crazy. Come to find out, it's a tradition in a couple parts of Italy. And Starbucks is like, all right, we're hopping on board with this. And so uh, yesterday we were like, okay, this is like weird, right? Like we might as well just take shots of it, whatever, jokingly. I got a chance to talk to Kelly Zuko of Ripe from the Vine Oil and Vinegar Company out in Marion. Which, by the way, and- just just insert this, it's a store dedicated to just oil and vinegar like wow yeah, olive oil and vinegar Nuts. how crazy is that like what a specialty niche store so what better person to call yeah. right so i talked to her and i was just very straight up with her i said kelly is there any benefit to olive oil in coffee and she said that olive oil is actually one of the healthiest things that you can add to your diet she herself does not drink coffee she's not a coffee person um but she understands that it's somewhat of a craze, is how she put it. Yeah. Uh, so she said, if that's the way that you can get your olive oil in, then do it. Sure. Um, she was explaining. She got very sciencey with me, so I'm going to try and simplify it for myself. But she said that there's something called poly polyphenols in olive oil. And that helps eliminate free radicals in the body and provides all kinds of benefits from your skin, your cholesterol levels, um, your hair your weight, like so many things for olive oil. She did say, though, 
that it's better to drink it at like room temperature. Don't drink it hot because I guess when you heat up the olive oil, it actually takes away some of the health benefits. So even if you're using olive oil to cook with right. broccoli. Right. I mean, granted, it's still a healthy better, alternative and it's yeah. still very good for you. But best but is best room at room temperature. And that is why people take shots of it. She said, I have customers. Shots, shots. I have customers that come in specifically to buy their olive oil so they can take a shot of it every morning. Hmm. Nuts, right? It really is. So she's like, do, I do guess they have a bar there at the store? They have a tasting room. You're kidding me. I was kidding. They have a tasting room because their policy is try before you buy. Ooh. So they have a little tasting room where you can take samples of different olive oils and be like, yep, that's so the one. funny. Yeah. Michael so, would get cut off. Well, they'd, they'd kick while, him out. while it sounds weird. To put olive oil in coffee, there might be something here. Hey, it's Friday night tonight, guys. Let's get, Let's get wild. Crazy. <laughs> 90-second news update in the Charred Oak Tavern newsroom. Phil Devin. A new Bedford man faces a decade in prison for dealing drugs. The U.S. Attorney's Office says 44-year-old Ramon Serrano was already on probation for heroin trafficking in 2019 when parole officers visited his apartment and found fentanyl, heroin, and cocaine. They also found $27,000 in cash and related materials. Serrano pleaded guilty in September. A Fall River woman is charged in connection with a deadly stabbing in 2020. 30-year-old Jessica Brophy is accused of helping Nathan Silva cover up the killing of 26-year-old Jorge Vieira. Prosecutors say she disposed of the weapon that was used in the stabbing, hid bloody clothes, and helped Silva evade capture. Silva pleaded guilty last month to voluntary manslaughter and was sentenced to serve 13 to 16 years in prison. Brophy is due back in court next month. The White House says President Biden has no plans to visit the site of a toxic train derailment disaster in Ohio. Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre was asked multiple times by reporters if Biden will make the trip to East Palestine anytime soon. She said she had nothing to share on a presidential visit, noting EPA Administrator Michael Regan and Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg visited the area this week. The president, who just returned from a trip to Ukraine and Poland, has faced criticism for not meeting with community members and local officials in East Palestine. Hogwarts Legacy is bringing in big sales. The new game, based on the Harry Potter franchise, has earned $850 million in global sales and sold over 12 million units in its first two weeks. The game has also smashed Twitch records for single-player game streaming, with over 1 million peak concurrent viewers at launch. In sports, the Boston Bruins beat the Seattle Kraken 6-5. Next game tomorrow with Vancouver. The Celtics beat the Indiana Pacers 142-138, and they play the Philadelphia 76ers tomorrow night. The Red Sox have a spring training game tomorrow afternoon against the Atlanta Braves. And by the way, tickets for Sox games in June and July are now on sale at RedSox.com slash tickets starting at $20. A check on traffic and your weekend weather next. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. Here comes Duncan where everything is all about the movies. Now, it's Kevin Carr's movie review on the Michael and Maddie Show. Good morning, Michael. The first movie I want to talk about is one that everybody's talking about, and that is Coke. Cocaine bear. Millions of dollars worth of cocaine fell from the sky this morning in Knoxville, Tennessee. The bear. It did cocaine. A bear 
Carter did cocaine. This is directed by Elizabeth Banks, who did movies like Pitch Perfect. She did the most recent Charlie's Angels movie. And she's actually got a chance to do something that sort of falls between comedy and horror. It's based on a true story, a real story about a drug drop from an airplane that a bear found and ate and then ended up dying. It's a much more mundane story in real life, but they've embellished it to this bear going on this coke-fueled rampage through the Georgia wilderness. And I got to say, as silly and stupid as the premise is, it works for that exploitation-type movie. There were a bunch of movies made like this in the 70s and 80s, stuff like Day of the Animals or Grizzly or The Prophecy. And these films evoked a certain feel to them. There was a corniness and a cheesiness to them, but they never were in on the joke. They took themselves seriously, and kind of that's what Elizabeth Banks does with this, as silly and stupid as it is, and as much fun as they have with some of the visual elements of this cocaine-fueled bear, uh, when they get to the, 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 the stalking and attack moments, there's legitimate horror film stuff going on. It plays almost like a slasher movie, and and it works. I mean, it's it's silly and it's stupid, but it's a movie about a bear that does cocaine. Of course, it's going to be silly and stupid. I, I had a blast. I really enjoyed this one. It, it, it's R-rated and gory and violent, and it's not for the kids. But, you know, and hey, it, it might just be what we need right now. So, Cocaine Bear, does it rock or not? I'm going to say that it rocks. And we've got another one out there this weekend, Kevin. The next movie I want to talk about is Jesus Revolution. All right, Pastor, let's begin. I was the most stunned with this. I then you did what nobody else would even dare. This thing that we found, I feel like I belong. You're going to need a bigger church. is a dark and divided place but now there's hope and it's spreading this is your home and i want you to tell all your friends about it this is another true story it's not about a bear that takes cocaine but it is about a conservative pastor from the late 60s and into the 1970s who gets connected with this group of hippies that make themselves into a, a Christian church. And and uh, although they don't go as heavily into the details of this, they kind of reject the free love and the drugs of the hippies, and they have somewhat traditional Christian values, but they're a bunch of hippies, you know, sitting around singing songs, walking barefoot, growing long hair. And it, it was a real movement. And you've heard the term Jesus freaks. That's actually kind of the movement that this started. And like a lot of these religious or faith-based movies, they do preach to the choir quite literally. I don't know how many people are going to go see this outside of the faithful. The, my biggest beef with this is while the film is very effectively put together, which you can't always say for some of these faith-based movies, they can be kind of rocky in terms of filmmaking elements. I mean, this is a coherent, well-made movie. The problem is there's a darker side to the true story of this, like like some of the people that were involved in this that they kind of gloss over and ignore and kind of sweep under the rug. So like a lot of biopics or true stories that are involved with the people, either the family or the fans of the people doing it. It, it does give this weirdly sanitized view of everything. So th- that I, I have a lot of knocks against it because of that. Jesus Revolution. What do you think? Rock or not? Well, it's for those reasons I mentioned before that I'm going to have to say it kind of sucks. All right, Kevin Carr, listen, have a great weekend and stay warm. All right. Have a good weekend. Text time. Extensions. Exemptions. Favorites at Brax Grill and Tap. Brax. Be- Hi, Brax. 